Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Tuesday, December 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. To start off with today, we've got news on Joe Manganiello, who likes to keep talking when he shouldn't <laughs> be. Um, he appeared on The Rich Eisen Show recently, which is a TV show slash podcast hosted by Rich, Rich Eisen. So if you want to hear him talk about the Pittsburgh Stillers a little bit, you can listen to that. But Rich also asked him about the role of Deathstroke that he's going to be playing. And he said, Manganello said, I play a one-eyed, like the world's deadliest assassin who also has one eye. Um, and then later, Eisen asked him about, um, you know, if it if he's filmed yet or if he's filming now. And he said, we will start at some point this year, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this was filmed obviously in 2016. So does that mean they're starting in 2016 for real? Right. So when I read the quote out of context, I thought he meant always oh, probably means like 2017. Um, but watching him watching it, uh, it kind of seems like he's talking about this year. Now, yeah. I don't I don't think that means filming is going to start this year. But I think pre-production might be starting this year or might have already started. Yeah. Yeah. And he, because he's already talked about filming in the spring of 2017 in a different interview. Right. Yeah. And just looking at um, Ben Affleck's schedule, there's really nothing going on since he's done promoting, you know, done filming Justice League and promoting The Accountant. He's got Live by Night coming up, which gets a limited release at the end of this month. And releases worldwide, I think, January 13th. Um, but other than that, he's got nothing on his schedule that I could find anyway. So I think he might have been probably been working for the last couple months trying to fine-tune this. And he could be ready, you know, if he's working on pre-production now, that lines up to where um, it could be, you know, March or April or May filming schedule start. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It's it's kind of funny um, that we keep seeing this happen. Like Ben Affleck is so tight-lipped and won't tell you anything. Right. <laughs> and Joe Meganello will just basically tell you anything. Anything you ask him, he'll answer. <laughs> hey, what do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's funny. Uh, yeah, not, not trying to get... This could mean nothing. He could have just meant 2017, and that could mean anything. But if he meant 2016, I think there's a good chance we see this film in the summer of 2018. Yeah. Like we talked about yesterday, that July date, that would not surprise me. No, that would make sense with this. Our next piece of news is that the Suicide Squad soundtrack has received three Grammy nominations. Uh, the 59th Grammy Awards, which will be held February 12th, 2017, um, have nominations for Suicide Squad soundtrack as Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media, and then Purple Lamborghini by Rick Ross and Skrillex, and then Heathens by 21 Pilots. Um, also, both are nominated for Best Song Written for Visual Media. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> don't have a lot to add to this. I like the soundtrack. It, I really enjoyed pretty much all the songs, and um, it's cool to see it get recognized. I just This makes me realize how many different categories there are for the Grammy yeah. Awards. Um, <laughs> best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, not a lot to add to this. Yep, it's just like you said, it's cool to see it get recognized and it was definitely one of the, the best parts of the movie was the different songs in there. So Yeah, and it sold really well and there's a mm. lot of fans of the soundtrack. And last up, 
the is a bit of a ratings update from the DC crossover. The CW got a huge ratings boost from this crossover. Uh, all four shows had season highs in their key demographic, which is adults, 18 to 49. That's a, about a 36% increase for Supergirl and The Flash that they saw. Arrow and Legends were nearly doubled in that demographic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in total, Supergirl had 3.5 million viewers, which is similar to the season two premiere. The Flash had almost 4.1 million which was their best total since the season one mid-season finale, The Man in the Yellow Mask, when mm-hmm. Reverse Flash first appeared. Uh, Arrow had 3.5 million, which is their best total since the last crossover last year. <laughs> and Legends had 3.4 million, which is actually their best ever. Their premiere episode only had 3.2 million. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, all of this together is just good news for people like us who enjoyed the crossover. I mean, I think, obviously, it points to the fact that they'll do it again. It's It works mm-hmm. for them. It gets people to watch the show. Um, so maybe they can do even bigger crossovers. Right. Um, you want, you wonder, though, how many, ti- like, how many times they can go to that well. Exactly. Before yeah. it, it, it dries up. You know, if they do a crossover every week, I think it loses its luster. Definitely. Um, it is interesting, too, that... You know, they knew what they were doing with the Supergirl marketing, kind of. They never really said that it was part of the crossover, but they sort of kind of hinted at that, and then it obviously got more people to watch it, even though the show really doesn't have anything to do with... That episode didn't really have anything to do with the crossover. Right. So, um, yeah, the only only bad news here is, and this article in Zap to it points out that they always get a big ratings bump from the crossover, but then the next week it's back to normal. And so there's yeah. no really lasting effects, um, which is kind of a bummer, but I guess we'll see how it, how it goes from here. Yeah. Hopefully we see more people watching, but yeah, it would be nice if, you know, they tuned into the crossover and like, oh, I haven't really watched the show, but I like it. I like what's happening. I should, should I like keep watching Nick. this. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and I think there's part of this is that people are, I know me personally, I don't always get to watch live, but when the crossover happens, I, that's yeah. when I try to make an effort to watch it live because it's it's just a different feeling it feels like a Fortnite event as opposed to you know when there's these four shows alone there's 80 some episodes each year and it's kind of yeah. it's kind of tough to plan out i mean that's almost a quarter of the nights of the year just you can't just you know plan out your night to revolve around that it makes it difficult scheduling wise but yeah. once a year for the crossover event yeah it makes it pretty cool yeah so i wonder it would be nice if we could like see total numbers of people that watched it like in the app later too and like see how that compares right. to normal episodes. But Right. And I haven't seen any data yet on their app. I know these shows, the CW in general and these uh the Flash and Arrow in the past have done really well on things like Hulu mm-hmm. and and on the CW's website. So I am I would wonder what that would be like. I'm sure they have those numbers. It's just maybe if we ever get to see them. Yeah. All right, well, hey, a little bonus talk. So, uh, Umberto Gonzalez said that there is nothing to the report that Army Hammer is in, or the rumors about Army Hammer in the DCEU. He said it had something to do with Sundance and everything. But Joe Manganiello, if he meant that they're starting this year with pre-production, remember he told Army Hammer? See you soon. (laughs) See you in a few days or whatever, or or the other way around. So that just kind of makes you wonder. Right, and that goes back to what we both think, that he's not actually in Justice League, that he's in Batman. So Right, that's what we think. But it's all again, lining up. <laughs> it doesn't 
nothing official there, but I thought that was just a little fun little point I thought of. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.